Hi, and welcome to the Year Time Stopped, a series based on our historic photo book. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes from chapters featured in the book, and you'll get to hear more from the photographers that took the photos and get to know them better, their background, their context, their stories. Chapter 11, Distancing Together. The year 2020 proved that even though we had to be separate, nothing can stop people from coming together in solidarity. Thousands banded together, remaining socially distant, wearing masks, and taking precautions while simultaneously fighting for their lives. Every event was now a risk to one's health in the face of this global pandemic. But it was a risk worth taking. It became obvious that we could not continue to live with the injustices that were killing many of us in ways worse than a disease could. This was a fight against a disease of humankind, one that we had to actively work against. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into the interviews from the photographers featured in this chapter. What does it look like when a people unite in resistance? How do a million voices sound? Week after week in the summer of 2019, the streets of Hong Kong swelled with pro-democracy protests until the crowds formed a riotous mess, an unstoppable organism that rewrote with the voices of everyday people prepared to join history. International observes research in vain for adapt for apt descriptors. Were these people brave, vigilant, indomitable? When you are standing to protest your home and your way of life, these words are helpful but ultimately insufficient. This is Hong Kong. These are Hong Kongers. Behind each, behind, behind each of the photographs I took in a different took is a different story, but all photographs are connected by the strong belief in freedom and democracy. I witnessed as a foreigner photographer from day one, the fight for a better future without the control of the Chinese Communist Party. During my time, I saw horrible things, but I also saw beautiful things, such as how humans can really stand together even against their worst enemy and still never lose their feeling of belief and compassion. My name is Carlos. Uh, uh, I'm 29 years old. I was born in Germany and raised in Portugal. And since we are very young, my mom and my family, we used to travel quite a lot. And I picture always my mother with a camera, uh, back in the day with the film cameras. And I think that's why, where my interest for photography came from. And then adding the value of being always uh, traveling and moving around. So I think that that influenced a lot of my uh, photography skills at the moment. Um, I'm living currently in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia after after two years in Hong Kong. And I'm really passionate about photography, traveling, uh, cultures, and learning uh, different languages. So this is a very interesting picture because um, 
it was my first day ever on 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 a protest on such a big protest and it was i believe 6th of june and it was the day that um over a million people came out to protest so me uh, as a foreigner first time in asia in hong kong i was standing uh, exactly on the bridge up there and I, I was i had my 600 millimeter lens 200 to 600 and i was doing pictures down uh, to the front lines uh, where the where the front liners were trying to push a little bit closer to the government building so this area is all made by the government building and it's um, where they do the law so on that day they came out to it was the reading of the law and the protesters tried to avoid that this reading uh, went through so um as i said it was over a million people that um, for me as a foreigner standing there is what was what was super emotional and then once this the once the protesters clashed with the police the frontliners and i see the police start to beat up the kids with the buttons uh, in their heads uh, and me standing on the bridge zooming in uh, then i felt really um i felt really empty because I was documenting uh, um, a moment of history, but I was not really sure what's happening, what's the story behind this? Who, who, who are the Hong Kong people? Who are the Chinese? What is the issue they're having with the government? So back, back in that moment, my, in my head, it doesn't make much sense to, to do pictures of something I, I was not uh, aware really, or not into it, right? And then um, I remember I put my camera back in the back, uh, and then I ran down to the to the front line, and I wanted to to see and be closer to the to the experience. Uh, and then as soon as I arrived there, I remember one of the guys got hit on the head. He fell down, and then I said, "Okay, maybe I should. I I still want to to be closer, but it's no need to be so close, right?" Um, and then I think I spent a good two months just meeting frontliners and, and going with them uh, uh, and really understand what are they protesting what is the what are they fighting for and and how does the the the, the government work in hong kong and what is the influence of china over hong kong so i spent a couple of months going with them in the front uh, understanding what, what what are their demands and then once I really got the whole picture, then I said to myself, now I'm ready to, to, to start documenting uh, the whole protest. Uh, and then I brought my camera out again and I start again to, to, to develop this, this, this uh, album, which um, is, is a historic moment for, for, for Hong Kong. And I think um, it, it made a big difference when you know what you photograph and from something that you don't know, especially when it comes to uh, photojournalism. It was the first day that um, the police used tear gas and they used um, rubber bullets. And this was the day that they described um, the protesters as uh, writers. And uh, I remember was very sensitive because, you know, Hong Kong people, um, they're very friendly when it comes to protests. They're, there's never um, any aim to hurt people or, or, or any aim to do practice of violence. Because at the end of the day, most of them, 90% is students and 
we're speaking about top students, doctor, lawyers, and all this. Um, but even their mentality is never against um, practice of violence or, or hurting someone. So um, when the police start to, 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 to shoot the tear gas, um, back in that day, it was the beginning, nobody was really prepared with masks for that. So everyone was, was quite shocked, but more shocked because how the media and how the government uh, called them as the writers and, and criminals, right? When in the end of the day, they were not doing um, nothing that justified that uh, sentence. Hey folks, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're interested in learning more about the photographer, you can check out more of their images and stories on our website, scop.io, and buy our book on any major online retailer or your local bookstore. Tune in to our next episode. And don't forget to subscribe. See ya!